You're listening to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast in association with the Limadim Bible Reading Plan in Charles River Church. For more information on Limadim, visit lmd.church. Or for more information on Charles River Church, visit charlesriverchurch.com. We read the whole story to make whole disciples of Jesus. Hey, welcome to Bible Chunks, where we read through the Bible in the chunks or sections based on themes that it was designed to be read in, so we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name's Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today we'll be reading Ezekiel 35.1 through 37.28. 81 verses today. The Word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, set your face against Mount Seir and prophesy against it, and say to it, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against you, Mount Seir, and I will stretch out my hand against you, and I will make you a desolation and a waste. I will lay your cities waste, and you shall become a desolation, and you shall know that I am the Lord. Because you cherished perpetual enmity, and gave over the people of Israel to the power of the sword at the time of their calamity, at the time of their final punishment. Therefore, as I live, declares the Lord God, I will prepare for you blood, and blood shall pursue you, because you did not hate bloodshed. Therefore blood shall pursue you. I will make Mount Sarah waste and a desolation, and I will cut off from it all who come and go, and I will fill its mountains with the slain. On your hills and in your valleys and in all your ravines, those slain with the sword shall fall. I will make you a perpetual desolation, and your cities shall not be inhabited. Then you will know that I am the Lord." Because you said, These two nations and these two countries shall be mine, and we shall and we will take possession of them, although the Lord was there. Therefore, as I live, declares the Lord God, I will deal with you according to the anger and envy that you showed because of your hatred against them, and I will make myself known among them when I judge you, and you shall know that I am the Lord. I have heard all these revilings that you uttered against the mountains of Israel, saying, They are laid desolate. They are given us to devour. And you magnified yourselves against me with your mouth and multiplied your words against me. I heard it. Thus says the Lord God, While the whole earth rejoices, I'll make you desolate. As you rejoiced over the inheritance of the house of Israel, because it was desolate, so I will deal with you. You shall be desolate, Mount Seir, and all Edom, all of it. Then they will know that I am the Lord. And you, O son of man, Prophesy to the mountains of Israel and say, O mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, because the enemy said of you, Aha, and the ancient heights have become our possession. Therefore prophesy and say, Thus says the Lord God, precisely because they made you desolate and crushed you from all sides, so that you became the possession of the rest of the nations, and you became the talk and evil gossip of the people. Therefore, O mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord God. Thus says the Lord God to the mountains and the hills, the ravines and the valleys, the desolate wastes and the deserted cities, which have become a prey and a derision to the rest of the nations all around. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Surely I have spoken in my hot jealousy against the rest of the nations and against all Edom, who gave my land to themselves as a possession with wholehearted joy and utter contempt, that they might make it pasture lands a prey. 
therefore prophesy concerning the land of Israel, and say to the mountains and hills, to the ravines and valleys, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I have spoken in my jealous wrath, because you have suffered the reproach of the nations. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, I swear that the nations that are all around you shall themselves suffer reproach. But you, O mountains of Israel, shall shoot forth your branches and yield your fruit to my people Israel, for they will soon come home. For behold, I am for you, and I will turn to you, and you shall be tilled and sown, and I will multiply people on you, the whole house of Israel, all of it. The city shall be inhabited, and the waste places rebuilt, and I will multiply on you man and beast, and they shall multiply and be fruitful, and I will cause you to be inhabited as your former times, and I'll do more good to you than ever before. Then you will know that I am the Lord. I'll let people walk on you, even my people Israel, and they shall possess you, and you shall be their inheritance, and you shall no longer bereave them of children. Thus says the Lord God, because they say to you, You devour people, and you bereave your nation of children. Therefore, you shall no longer devour people, and no longer bereave your nation of children, declares the Lord God. And I will not let you hear any more the reproach of the nations. And you shall no longer bear the disgrace of the peoples, and no longer cause your nation to stumble, declares the Lord God. The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, when the house of Israel lived in their own land, they defiled it by the ways in their deeds. Their ways before me were like the uncleanness of a woman in her menstrual impurity. So I poured out my wrath upon them for the blood that they had shed in the land, for the idols with which they had defiled it. I scattered them among the nations, and they were dispersed through the countries. In accordance with their ways and their deeds, I judged them. But when they came to the nations, wherever they came, they profaned my holy name in that people instead of them. These are the people of the Lord, and yet they had to go out of this land. But I had concern for my holy name, which the house of Israel had profaned among the nations to which they came. Therefore say to the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord God, It is not for your sake, O house of Israel, that I am about to act, but for the sake of my holy name, which you have profaned among the nations to which you came. And I'll vindicate the holiness of my great name, which has been profaned among the nations, and which you can't have profaned among them. And the nations will know that I am the Lord, declares the Lord God, when through you I vindicate my holiness before their eyes. I'll take you from the nations and gather you from all the countries and bring you into your own land. I'll sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean from all your uncleanness. From all your idols I'll cleanse you, and I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I'll put within you. And I'll remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And I'll put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules. You shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers. And you shall be my people and I will be your God. And I will deliver you from all your uncleanness. And I'll summon the grain and make it abundant and lay no famine upon you. I'll make the fruit of the tree and the increase of the field abundant and you may never again suffer the disgrace of famine among the nations. Then you will remember your evil ways and your deeds that are, were not good, and you will loathe yourself for your iniquities and your abominations. It is not for your sake that I will act, declares the Lord God. Let that be known to you. Be ashamed and confounded of your ways, O house of Israel. Thus says the Lord God, On the day that I cleanse you from all your iniquities, I will cause the cities to be inhabited, and the waste places shall be rebuilt. 
and the land that was desolate shall be tilled instead of being the desolation that was in the sight of all who passed by. And they will say, This land was desolate. It has become like the Garden of Eden, and the waste and desolate and ruined cities are now fortified and inhabited. Then the nations that are left all around you shall know that I am the Lord. I have rebuilt the ruined places and replanted that which was desolate. I am the Lord. I have spoken, and I will do it. Thus says the Lord God, This also I will let the house of Israel ask me to do for them, to increase their people like a flock, like the flock for sacrifices, like the flock at Jerusalem during her appointed feasts. So shall the waste cities be filled with flocks of people. Then they will know that I am the Lord. The hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of a valley. It was, it was full of bones, and he led me around among them. And behold, they were very many on the surface of the valley, and behold, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, you know. Then he said to me, Prophesy over these bones, and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord to these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. And I will lay sinews on, upon you, and will cause flesh to come upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live, and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a sound, and behold, a rattling. And the bones came together, bone to its bone. And I looked, and behold, there were sinews on them, and flesh had come upon them, and skin had covered them. But there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood on their feet an exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried up and our hope is lost. We are indeed cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I'll open your graves and raise you from your graves. O my people, and I'll bring you into the land of Israel, and you shall know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and raise you from your graves, O my people, and I'll put my spirit within you, and you shall live, and I'll place you in your own land. Then you will know that I am the Lord. I have spoken, and I will do it, declares the Lord. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, take a stick and write on it, for Judah and for the people of Israel associated with him. And take another stick and write on it, for jo Joseph, the stick of Ephraim, and all the house of Israel associated with him. And join them one to another and say to the stick that they will become one in your hand. And when your people say to you, Will you not let tell us what you mean by these? Say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I'm about to take the stick of Joseph that is in the hand of Ephraim, and the tribes of Israel associated with him. And I will join with, join with it the stick of Judah, and make them one stick, that they may be one in my hand, when the sticks on which you write are in your hand, before their eyes. Then say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will take the people of Israel from the nations among which you have gone, and will gather them from all around, and will bring them to their own land. And I will make them one nation in the land, on the mountains of Israel, and one king shall be king over them, and they shall no longer 
be two nations, and no longer divided into two kingdoms. They shall not defile themselves any more with their idols and detestable things, or with their transgressions. But I will save them from their backslidings in which they have sinned, and I'll cleanse them, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God. My servant David shall be king over them, and they shall all have one shepherd. They shall walk in my rules and be careful to obey my statutes. They shall dwell in the land that I gave to my servant Jacob, where your fathers lived. They and their children and their children's children shall dwell there forever. And David, my servant, shall be their prince forever. I'll make a covenant of peace with them. It shall be an everlasting covenant with them. And I'll set them in their land and multiply them, and will set my sanctuary in their midst forever. My dwelling place shall be with them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Then the nations will know that I am the Lord who sanctifies Israel, when my sanctuary is in their midst forever. Lots of hope happening today. But we start with judgment against Edom. Uh, And if you remember all the way back, Edom was from Esau, uh, Jacob's brother. And the Edomites were neighbors of Israel. And as Israel was being invaded and conquered, the Edomites looked on. So this is sort of a, a brother of Israel. And they looked on and watched and they weren't, they didn't help. They actually gloried in the fact that Israel was being taken and they thought, oh man, this is going to benefit us greatly. And so it's a confusing dynamic because the Lord is the one who is bringing the king of Babylon into the land of Israel and Judah to to bring them into exile, to destroy the land and bring them into exile. So this is the Lord's plan. And yet the Edomites who are glorying in the Lord's plan because it means benefit for them and and destruction on Judah, they are going to be judged. The Babylonians, who are are the instrument of God's plan to bring judgment against Israel and Judah, they are going to be judged because their motivation in it is towards destruction and glorying themselves, not, not submitting to the Lord. So it's a, it's an interesting dynamic in that all the players in, in this scenario uh, are being used of God. Like the Lord is the one who is controlling and, and deciding the situation. And yet they, they are still in charge of their motivations and their motivations as if they are pure, then the Lord would, would count that as, as righteousness for them. If he was like Israel going into the promised land and destroying the nations around them, if their motivations are pure, then the Lord is going to bless that. But if the motivations are not pure, such as Babylon coming into Israel and destroying it, then the Lord is going to bring his, his uh, judgment upon them. And so we start with judgment against Edom because they're glorying in the fact that, that Israel is being taken into captivity. And then we get hope and hope and hope. We, we get the Lord speaking to Israel, just making promise after promise after promise that he is going to bring them back into the land. And again, he echoes that covenant that we've heard in Jeremiah, that we've heard in Isaiah, that covenant, that new covenant that he's going to make with the people of Israel, that new covenant that he's going to make with his people to give them a new heart that is able to 
love the statutes that he gives so that he can be their God and they can be his people. And so he's going to put his spirit within us, his spirit within his people. And he says, I'm not doing it for, I'm doing it for the sake of my name, which me, which is better than doing it for, uh, for the people who are getting the benefits of it, because it means that it's unwavering. The Lord doesn't change. And so if he were to give us his spirit because he really, really liked us and then and then we did something that would be uh, wrong or, or disagreeable, uh, then we would have every right to expect him to remove his spirit. But he's not. He's doing it for his name so that the nations will know that he is the Lord. Because when he does these things, when he brings Israel back into the land and when he puts his spirit inside of us, then the nations will know that he is the Lord. And that's the resounding bell throughout this whole section is that then they will know that I am the Lord. Why? Because that's his heart. That's what he desires for the world. Because all the way back in the Garden of Eden, everybody on earth walked in uh, harmony with him for a little while. And it was two people. It was Adam and Eve, and they walked in harmony, vertical harmony with, with him, and they had horizontal harmony with one another. And that's God's desire is that everybody on earth would have vertical harmony with him and horizontal harmony with one another, bringing that shalom upon the face of the earth. And so he wants the nations to know that he is the Lord. That's why he's playing things out the way that he is in in history. And then from there, we get the vision of the Valley of Dry Bones, probably the most famous thing that happens in the book of Ezekiel, where God brings Ezekiel in the spirit. So it's a vision. He brings him into this valley and it's just dead bones everywhere. And the Lord through through the throughout the vision he he puts the bones back together and he puts the 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 meat and flesh back on them and then he breathes his life into them again and this is that 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 symbol that i though right now you are you're feeling like dry bones you're in exile things are difficult and, and hard this isn't the end And I will put you back together and I will breathe my spirit into you and you will live and it will be better than it ever has been. And I will be your God and you will be my people. And then we get a vision of, I think, what is the the end times because this is is, uh, echoed by John the Revelator in the book of Revelations that my dwelling place shall be with them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Just a beautiful passage. And this is, these are things that we can, we can put our, we can put our trust in. We can bank on these things because he is the Lord and he will do it. And so as we wrap up today, I would ask you to consider, uh, what was it that this section of scripture revealed about who God is and what his heart is like? What was it about yourself that this section of scripture revealed? And then finally, What was it that the Holy Spirit was stirring up inside of you while we were reading today? Take those thoughts, turn them into prayers, and we'll be right here again tomorrow. Till then, God bless.